The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everyone, this is Russell Cox, editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication, and today I am here with all three of the association's field services managers. They're, they they travel the state all day every day, so getting them all in the same room is a big deal. We have Charlie Barano. Charlie, how are you? Great, Russell. Good to see you. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Jeff Shacker. Hey, good morning, Russell. How are you? Doing well, doing well. And now, Ashley Callahan, the newest of the field service managers. Good morning. How are you? I'm happy to be here. I I know the podcast makes people nervous, so I I I, I know you aren't necessarily <laughs> the happiest to be here, but um, okay, it's a little so, out of my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, Ashley, you started with the association. I believe it was in January, February, February. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Part of what we hope to do is introduce people who need to know you as as the newest on this team. Can you tell us a little about yourself? Sure. Uh, well, I am originally from the upstate, from Abbeville, and I started my career in local government there as an assistant manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I eventually made my way down to Charleston and worked as a senior budget analyst with the city of Charleston for about three years before I went to the town of James Island. And I've been serving there as the town administrator for the past eight years before I came on board here. And we were, we were talking just before we got started. I, I asked you if you have been to all of the towns in your area and I was surprised you, you already have. I believe I have. Yes. And speaking of territories, the territories have changed now that it is a three-member team instead of a two-member team. The The expansion to three members, of course, means that each of the field services managers gets to spend more time with each of the, what is a total of 271 cities and towns in the state of South Carolina. I think it was a little easier to describe when it was two. It was, it was, um, Jeff, how did you describe the old territories? Oh, I, I used the interstate map. Yeah. I said, I've got everything west of I-77 and north of I-20, which yeah. is pretty much true. They were all divided by council governments, mm-hmm. uh, by the 10 COGS. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had to tweak that a little bit. And they're divided by, by counties now. So how do you... How to each of you describe your territories now? Well, I think mine's probably the most concise one because you know I'm, I'm. You can tell I'm a geographer. That's that was my what I went to college for, um, in my main interest. But um, so I've got everything west of the Broad River until you get to Georgia and North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you also then you're have, out of my territory. You also have to be east of the Savannah River. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. <laughs> because you, otherwise you're in Georgia. If you're in South Carolina and you're west of Broad River, then you're in my territory. One of yours. Mm-hmm. And mine, I guess, um, I, I have the Catawba area, so, you know, up uh, York, uh, and then down, of course, um, through Richland County, the city of Columbia, and then to the coast um, um, from Georgetown and then up through the municipalities in Horry County. So, 
And I am not a geographer, so I've had a hard time <laughs> explaining mine. But what I say is that my area goes is, um, cause I still live on James Island. Mm-hmm. So I go as, um, I guess far north is Charleston County. And then as far west as Aiken County. And then I wrap back down to Jasper. The, the very tip. Yes. And, um, so when, we announced in Uptown, um, Ashley and the um, new setup. I I always love to have an excuse to put a map in Uptown, and oh boy, was I excited to um, <laughs> to have one with all the counties colored in. And for anyone who doesn't know which of the three you have, that map is on the Municipal Association website www.masc.se. Type in field service managers, and you can pull up that map as well as the phone number and the email for each of each of these guys so speaking of why (laughs) are we talking about maps you want to talk more about maps (laughs) you you sound like you like maps let's talk about cartography (laughs) (laughs) So, so speaking of reasons why people would call and email you guys i also wanted to explain again and we've we've talked about it before all the different things that the field services team does and so we could just go around have you guys talk about all of the many things i would say it 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 seems to add up a lot yeah well you know i I can i can kind of kick it off and uh and they'll, they'll let them talk about the specific things we do. Um, but back in um, 2008, when the program was formed, um, the association, the management of the association recognized at that time that, you know, we we really needed dedicated staff to, to deal with technical assistance uh, requests that were coming in from the cities. Back then, uh, Howard Duvall was the executive director, and we had Gary Cannon, who headed up the lobbying efforts, and then you had Warren Harley that had been hired with a municipal background that was over at the state house and mm-hmm. they they were the technical assistance team and so if the legislature was in session at least two of them were over at the state house and then you know Howard often uh, did that too or was or was managing the association doing doing what he needed to do in his role and so you know we just couldn't be as responsive as we wanted to be because mm-hmm. MASC and I know Charlie and Ashley have had this experience coming from a city to here the staff is incredibly capable and they're very responsive. So, you know, trying to maintain that standard with technical assistance was difficult. So they created the program and we went from being, I guess you could say reactive to proactive. And the whole idea was, Hey, let's just take MASC on the road with, uh, at that, well, at that time it was three and then we went from two and now Mm -hmm. we're back to three field service managers, but let's put three experienced municipal, officials on the road mm-hmm. and uh, have them take the association to the front door of city hall basically you know jeff says he is a geography guy he is also a history guy and he will always tell you the background of anything <laughs> you ask him about. <laughs> sorry <laughs> but it, it, it makes sense it makes sense we always describe it as hands-on technical assistance and so I guess I could ask, what exactly does that mean? Yeah, um, you know, Russell, uh, it, it's a little bit of everything. Um, the, the kitchen sink, I guess, so to speak. Um, 
this this time of the year we have a number of cities that are on a, a July one fiscal year, and so we're we're getting a lot of budget type questions, uh, ordinance questions, public hearing, um, budget public hearing questions. Um, continue to receive a lot of American Rescue Plan Act uh, questions, business license questions, planning and zoning questions, uh, effective meeting questions, mm -hmm. um, civility questions, uh, how to get along questions. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it's really the full the full uh, gamut um, uh, when you think about municipal government, um, and it, it varies from day to day. Goal setting sessions happen every year. Yeah, and those have really uh, been increasing. Uh, uh, Jeff um, has done a tremendous job uh, setting the standard, I guess, with those goal setting sessions. And I think, but be between the two of us, and now Ashley will probably push somewhere mid-20s to well into the 30s of, of goal-setting sessions. Um, and, and those really are – it's just an informal couple-hour session mm -hmm. to try to get everybody on the same page as to what what is the municipality is going to try to tackle over the next 12 to uh, 18 months. And um, I, I thoroughly enjoy uh, facilitating those meetings. Um, it, it really uh, is for, for us, for me – uh, provides us the, the best opportunity to get to know particularly the council members. Uh, most of the time we're interacting with the staff, maybe a mayor, sometimes mm -hmm. a council member, but largely we don't get to interact with the full council. And so that, that goal setting session um, gives us that opportunity. Do you always have tear sheets tacked up on the wall for the goal setting sessions? And the photos you always seem to. I, I don't think I've ever done a process that, that didn't involve the flip charts. Yeah. You know, but basically big post-it notes. Uh, Everybody yeah. seems to like that. I mean, yeah. it gives interaction with the, the post-it notes and the markers, and you feel like Vanna White up there. And, but, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's interactive and a, and a lot of fun. And they get to keep them. And so they, yeah. draw up the list of things they want to achieve in the next year. There's also the, I think you just call them the, the informational sessions. Like, um, actually, I imagine you've, you have been doing those so far. I don't, I don't know all the things you've been involved in yet. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've done a few so far. So, um, we have, for example, you know, there's a, a good bit of cities right now in the low country experiencing tremendous growth and, mm -hmm. um, some councils that are not familiar with the annexation process. So we've been taking some deeper dives into that, you know, teaching them sort of a step by step, you know, process. Um, and then, yeah, other things. I mean, it can be anywhere from redistricting. Um, it's kind of a hot topic right now as well. To really just whatever council um, wants to learn more about. Anything else anyone like would like to throw in on on informational sessions? Yeah, I, that's a that's a I'll, I'll chime in. I mean, that's a big part of um, you know how we take. MASC on the road and bring the resources of the association to those cities is, is, you know, trying to make ourselves as useful as we can mm -hmm. possibly make ourselves. And, you know, we try to touch every city at least two times a year. Uh, very often it's once a quarter, sometimes more, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, that this is a relationship business, mm -hmm. you know, just like the yeah. municipal officials that are listening to this podcast. I mean, their effectiveness at home in their city is based on, the relationships that they build to get things done, whether they're internal, you know, or external in their community. And that's what we do. And 
So when we build these relationships and people get to know us, well, then they call us when they have needs. And, and those information sessions, I mean, like you already mentioned, the goal setting sessions, which are great. Um, Charlie talked about those. Um, Ashley just mentioned the uh, topic-specific training sessions. I mean, sometimes those are staff. Sometimes they're counsel. Sometimes they're both. Mm-hmm. Um, we, planning officials training. Uh, Charlie and I have done a good many of those. And, and you know, Ashley will be doing many of those in the future, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, because, you know, that's a neat area that the cities have. And, and you know, we do that on site. We make it convenient. And uh, those seem to have gone over I know Charlie's had good experiences with them. They, they seem to go over really well. Um, you know, council work sessions, but, you know, mm-hmm. Charlie mentioned budget. It just, it, it's really anything that they need help with. I mean, we're, we're willing to assist with it. And orientations. Um, we, we track all the elections, and so we're, mm-hmm. we're looking to see who new members are. And so uh, we uh, deliver um, what we call a welcome packet. It's uh, the, the association's handbook uh, mm-hmm. for municipal elected official and other uh, documents, the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, and we ensure that every new member gets those. And we can offer to have an on-site orientation. I've found those to be good. And mm-hmm. it's uh, they're good reminders for the, the current members that um, may have been on there for many years, decades. It's just good reminders of, of um, things to do to be an effective uh, council. You guys do have one very sad duty that you have now just completed, um, where ahead of the annual meeting and time for us to give the um, association's achievement award trophies to the new winners for 2022, you have been, because you're you're out in the cities, you've been collecting them from last year's winners. I th- Charlie, you brought in two this morning, I think. I did. <laughs> it's, it's tough. I, I know Jeff feels the same way. Um, you feel like you're taking... Um, you know, their pride and joy away. Um, I know when I was the city manager in Greenwood, I mean, I, I applied for achievement award five times and never won. So, uh, you, you hate to take those, but you're, you're excited for the, the next winner. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff is showing me a photo of him. Who are you wrestling with uh, over that one? Mayor Foster Sin in Newberry. <laughs> yes. And, um, and I, I know that the, the comments sometimes like that, that trophy's coming right back here as, as soon as we can get it back here. And I mean, Mayor Sin looks buff, so I'm not, you know, but he's stronger <laughs> than he looks, too. So, yeah. It was. And, and one thing we as staff do ahead of, ahead of the annual meeting in July every year is we polish up the silver on those trophies. Ashley and I were talking about this before that, um, it, it, it seems that, of all the trophies that go and spend a year somewhere in South Carolina, it's those trophies down in the salt air of the low country that come back the most tarnished. Mm-hmm. The ones I picked up were they, they really need some shining up. We will, we, we will be doing that very soon. We've, we even have little cozies that we put them in for delivery to the annual meeting. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like t-shirts with drawstrings that, yeah, we, we keep them in very good shape. <laughs> And, um, you know, with that, with the photo Jeff just showed me, I learned so much from the photos that Charlie takes on the road every week and post on social media. I, prepping for this, I just made a list of some of the coolest things I've seen. And I think just the last couple of weeks, Bishopville, it's, um, cleaning out its overgrown, but historic rail depot and restoring it. I think it doesn't currently have a roof. 
it's it's a really cool building painting of a new mural in Nichols mm-hmm. and uh new electronic signage in in Timminsville right from right from my part of the state I, that's right I, I learned so much cool stuff from seeing what you you get to do on the road every day yeah I mean I, I don't know I probably uh, uh, way over the top with social media and, and enjoy taking photos and so it takes an extra minute while I'm there and I just make a post um, so Hopefully somebody out there is enjoying it. I'm glad to hear you are. <laughs> so like I said, if you want to get into contact with your field service managers, your field service manager, go to www.masc.sc, um, keyword field services. You can find the territories and contact information for each of these three. So, Ashley, Charlie, Jeff, any 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 final thoughts? If you type in field, do you get Casey Fields or do you get Field Service? You would have manager? to type in Fields <laughs> with an S to get Casey. Yeah, okay. yeah. But a singular <laughs> field might get us. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm just thinking. We're all busy these days. I know. So. Well, I'll, just one final comment. Uh, you know, seeing. Seeing the work that the field service managers does on this side of the table has really been eye-opening for me. So, and it's it's been great, um, you know, learning about what other cities and towns are doing, kind of having that more of a bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. And beyond the the questions that we get, you know, we're able um, to kind of share information from other cities before the questions are asked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting to know you know, these folks and the challenges they're facing, um, we can kind of be on the lookout, you know, for what other places are doing that they could perhaps um, tap into in their own, their own town. So that, that's been really fun and, and exciting to be a part of. So many times that cities are facing the same things in different places. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I was going to say they really are, and it's just it's fascinating to me because you, you'll get a request from a city, and, you know, I mean, we always say this. I mean, we don't know everything. I mean, you know, so we have to we have to look it up. The key is knowing where to go mm-hmm. to get the information. Yeah. And so you go and you get the information for the city, and you share it, and, of course, they're, they're appreciative of that. Um, and then shortly, maybe later in the week, that same day, you get the same question from mm-hmm. another city. Well, then when you share the information immediately, they're like, you're the smartest person. <laughs> you know everything. And I'm like, well, not everything. You know, but it, but it's funny. I mean, hey, there, you, there was right. a research process that led into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you, Russell. Thank you. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the Association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.